ladies and welcome to Mummy It, a podcast with Belle and Jade. Join us as we delve into our lives as new mums. Listen along as we chat everything involved in Mummy It. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mumming It. Hi ladies. This week we're going to be chatting, adjusting to mum life, everything postpartum and all the fun stuff that comes along with it. We've made a new little segment. We're calling it Mumming It Wins and Mumming It Fails. So let's start with that, Bell. What's your Mumming It Win of the Week? Okay. I feel like um, this week has been pretty hectic. So the wins are not so much. But I think the biggest win... Well, actually, I'm going to start with the fail because that will lead to the win. Timo, my husband, ran through a glass window last week. And he had severe lacerations to the back of his leg. So he had a seven-hour surgery and then like another surgery a few days later after that on his leg. And that was, yeah, a hard week. So I've been by myself all week with Queenie. So my mum win of the week would be Queenie living through the week. (laughs) Myself surviving through the week as well. Um, And Olive as well, our dog. We all survived this week. That's a win. That's definitely a win. Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Jade? What's your win? I'm going to actually start with my mumming at fail. As well? Because my week has been a a bit of a fail. Okay. Well, I can't think of any wins. I had a smidgen of a mental breakdown last week. I was sitting at home. The house was a mess and I literally couldn't get off the couch. And I was like, I can't clean the house. (laughs) Lenny was asleep for a good two hours and I literally did nothing. That's okay, So that's though. a fail. I do that all the time. But my win is I have made a list of things I need to get done every day. Yeah. And so far, two days in. <laughs> None of them have been to. We've semi-stuck to the list. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping start. I'm on a new routine to being productive yeah. and surviving. Yeah. So not great. That's okay. We've both had crappy weeks. Yeah. It happens. We were on a roller coaster this week, but the last few weeks have been good and the next few weeks will be good. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we thought because we were going to start talking about adjusting to the mum life, we should start again once at the beginning, right? At the hospital. The beginning of mum life. Yeah. And what was that first day with Lenny like? I liked the hospital experience. I enjoyed it. I had Lawson with me, which helped. Yeah. And because you were in public, but you got a private room. Exactly. So I was very lucky. So Lou was allowed to stay with you? Was yeah. He? Yeah. Yeah. So for the two two nights that I was in there, Lawson was with me. Oh, that's so nice. I wish Timo was allowed to stay with me. So I actually did enjoy it. I found it. Lenny was sleeping a lot, to be honest. Like I had to wake him up to feed him. Really? Mm. Yeah. So I didn't have that, like, oh, I need to learn how to settle him. Yeah. And, but I couldn't feed him. I couldn't breastfeed him at the start, which was a bit of a shame. He just didn't latch? Or... He didn't. No, he didn't. Even from the start, I remember trying to feed him in the birthing suite after I had my shower and we tried for like 40 minutes and it didn't work. And then I ended up just having to get colostrum for him and feed him with a little syringe. Mm, How did that go? And one time I was 
squeezing colostrum out <laughs> for a good hour because it was so hard to get even five mils. And then I spilt it on myself <laughs> and I almost cried. Almost or did? <laughs> I feel like you did. I probably did. And then probably the second afternoon with him, it was fine. I started feeding him and never looked back. Yeah, because now Lenny is just milk, 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 milk. He does milk. love his milk. Yeah. And um, didn't you have problems with Lenny feeding then at the beginning? Uh, for the first maybe six weeks, I had to keep going back to the clinic to check on his weight because he wasn't putting on weight. Was he losing weight each week? No, no, that's the thing. He was putting on like 90 grams. Yeah. And they were saying, oh, they have to put on 150. And so they made me come back each week. But at the end, it sorted itself out. They told me to start pumping. But honestly, I could not be bothered. Like there was so much going on. I was like, I cannot be sitting here pumping as well as feeding. And then it ended up sorting itself out at around maybe eight weeks. I went in and they said, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's put on 200 grams. And then I never went back, really. That's happened to a lot of our friends, I feel like. I, feel I like... think they put a lot of pressure on it. Yeah, there's so much pressure. And sometimes your body just needs a few weeks to catch up, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Because he was feeding so much. Like, I knew I was feeding him. Yeah. But it just wasn't technically enough. Yeah. But he looked healthy and all that. Mm. It was just a waiting game, I guess, for yeah. the milk to properly come in and level out and... All that sort of stuff. Yeah. What about you? My what first... was your hospital experience I like? I didn't like the hospital because there was a woman opposite me and her buzzer would go off <laughs> all night because she'd had a cesarean. Yeah. And she had those compression things on her legs. Yeah. And they would like... <laughs> and they'd make a funny noise. I don't even know what this is. And then heard be, there would like all there was just all different noises coming from her side, and she, uh, her baby wouldn't settle as well as Queenie mm. was at the beginning. So yeah. there was just so much I couldn't sleep, and every time um, I would just get Queenie down to sleep, her baby would start screaming, and I was just like rolling my eyes, like I know there's nothing that can be done, and yeah. she obviously as well, like she would have been feeling quite overwhelmed with trying to keep her baby quiet as well, and. And poor thing, she couldn't get up. So every time her baby was unsettling, the nurse would come in. So there'd mm. be, there was just lots happening in this room. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I couldn't wait to get home. Do you have a curtain between? Are you literally yeah, facing no, no, each we other? Both okay, have you have curtains. a curtain. Okay, I both of us have curtains. Okay, that makes sense then. I was thinking you were just facing each other but in beds. Like now, since then, we got the private, no, I had private health insurance before. Yeah. But it didn't cover, it covered me, but not Queenie. So I think the level we're at, say, I think you have to be gold at least. I'm just, yeah, I think so. And anyway, so I had to go through public because Queenie wasn't going to be covered. But this time I've up-leveled my, Mm. so that the next time, yeah. You want to go private next time? Maybe. Mm. I don't. There's a lot of out of pocket. Yeah, out of pocket. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know, because mm. I still had a really nice experience. I don't know if I want to spend that sort of money. Yeah, but I enjoyed it, but yeah, so I was like, it was just though. a room experience. I would yeah. love to have my own room, so I maybe I'll just do that next that. time. Yeah, that was an experience of its own. And Timo, so we got into the suite at about oh, would have been like four o'clock in the morning, mm. and Timo had to go home, and there were no taxis there at that time or 
um, Ubers. Mm. So he was, and his phone ran out of battery. So he's waiting at the front of the hospital at like just past four o'clock in the morning trying to get home. And then he came back at like seven with coffees and acai bowls oh, the next no. morning. <laughs> Doesn't even seem worth I him know. leaving. And I just remember I was up all night rocking Queenie. And I had no idea what to do. You don't know what to do, no, though. No, So it was really, it was it was fun because I just, it didn't bother me. I was just awake oh, yeah. and You got the her. adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. Mm. How did you feel in the hospital physically? I, I was really, like, run down, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of energy and I just, I felt really... Just, I have a lack of iron anyway, so obviously after giving birth anyway, the iron was just really down. Yeah. And I just remember just feeling quite horrible. Mm-hmm. So having the showers in the morning was, I'd just stand under the hot water for like half an hour. So many showers. It felt so amazing. I would just mm-hmm. stand under there. And I'd have like two showers a day, sometimes three, just to feel good. They do make a difference. You feel so gross. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Something about hospitals in general. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, it, it was okay, but I was really looking, as soon as they said, yeah, you, you can go, because they offered me another night because we didn't get into the the like birth suite area. What is it called? The maternity. Recovery, the maternity yeah. ward. Um, we didn't get in there till like four, four o'clock in the morning. So they said that it didn't really How count. many nights did you have? Because I, I think... was the same. We got there at around 3 a.m. Because we, both Lenny and Queenie were both born at night. I only stayed, I think I stayed, I can't remember, maybe one night. I don't remember if I stayed one or two yeah. after that. I just remember she goes, oh, you can you can stay another one because technically you... um You're, you're allowed to, yeah. Yeah, so, and I was like, no, I just <laughs> want to get, I couldn't sleep. No, I all. agree, actually. I didn't want to stay but for too long. looking back, I was like, I should have stayed. Yeah. Because you have food given to you the whole time. True, true. You don't have to worry about anything. Whereas when you get home, like, I'm a neat freak at the house. And just looking around and having to do stuff just drive, drives me crazy. Mm. Whereas at the hospital, I didn't have to think about anything. Food That's was true. brought to me. Like, Timo was amazing when we got home. He was cooking every single meal and snacks and doing everything. But I'm just so, like, such a neat freak that the house just wasn't, like, up to my standard and it drives me crazy. <laughs> so, like, I would look look around and he'd be making the most amazing meals, but I'd be like, there's a, there's a plate left out. <laughs> and I couldn't pick. It was just, yeah. So I think next time I'd stay longer. Especially like you. If, if I had my own room, I would stay longer. Yeah. I'm actually the opposite. I would next time... Leave early. I would leave earlier. Really? I, I felt more comfortable at home. And as long as there's no issues, I feel like there was no point for me to be there. I remember them telling me, oh, you can go home tomorrow. You'll probably be allowed to go at around 10 a.m. And I woke up that morning and I was like, okay, I'm getting out of here. I had a shower and we literally just packed up. And they <laughs> walked in and they were like, oh, you're ready to go. And I was like, yep. Yeah, and they said, "Okay, well, I guess we'll sort everything out." So, I was I was very keen to get out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jade. So I was looking. So we're gonna have a friend come on the podcast because we've got a few people now lined up, yeah. which we're going to interview in the next few weeks. But I have a friend, and I was looking at her, the photo you take as you're leaving. You know the 
leaving the hospital with the baby photo. Yeah. And I thought I was last night feeding Queenie to put her to sleep. And I saw this photo pop up and I was looking at it. And then I looked back at our photo of Lizzie. And I woke Queenie up because I burst out laughing. <laughs> and I was like, I thought I should show Jade. Give me a second. Okay. Just look at how like put together they look leaving the hospital. <laughs> Ready? So this. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's quite a nice photo, a isn't it? Photo, like, yeah. Nice clothes, all, all like put together, and little bubby all tucked in. <laughs> and then just take a moment to look at Queenie and I, and. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was ready for the photo. Oh, dear. I don't think I took a photo like that, and I'm kind of glad. Look at me, Jade. Wait, let's let's go back and check this photo. Yeah. And then let's flip back to my photo. <laughs> I. It's horrible. On No, no, you're not horrible. I meant taking photos after you just have a baby is very frightening but like how is that possible like perfect and then realistic (laughs) i'm sure there was many photos of you that were lovely no we like you said we just don't look we don't scroll that high up no no, Those I don't look back. Months. I don't look back at any photos of myself from then. Just no. Lenny. Even just... even Queenie's photos, I didn't put much effort into taking the photos. Oh, but to be honest, newborns are not looking their best. I didn't take photos until you started taking photos of Lenny and his photos are just gorgeous. And I was like, oh, I don't have any gorgeous Which photos. Yeah, I'll have to show you later. Okay. But you've got some really gorgeous ones. And that's when I was like, oh, I have to really take you some You've got to get past that like two week mark. Yeah. And then they start looking normal. Yeah. Actually, Queenie looked really cute, I think, as a newborn. And then there was the one to two month stage and she got oh, mega the, pimply. The pimples. That's true. And Lenny and had that as well. And all the hair loss as well. Like really bad pimples. And hair loss? Yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah, so yeah, some no, of those photos, oh, she won't want to see those ones. So what was that first, like, getting home with Lenny and Lawson? What was that like and everybody coming over to see? It is crazy that you get to just take a baby home and you have all the midwives before and then you get home and it's just you and it is overwhelming. I found... Timo really was helping me out, like, a lot. Oh, yeah, so was Lawson. But then when he went back to work, I was, like, scared because he was doing all the nappy changes. I think I changed, like, two nappies. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to change, like, ten nappies now. And I I actually don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, those first few weeks having your partner at home definitely makes a difference. Yeah, if you're lucky enough. Exactly, yes. Because I think Timo, you're allowed two weeks off, but I, he took off three and a half. Lawson had two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But that was enough, I found. And I remember when you brought Lenny home, getting a text from Lawson saying, <laughs> it's okay, do you want to explain that? I have tried when I was pregnant to tell Lawson that I didn't want visitors straight away. <laughs> 
And we literally were in the car on the way home and Lawson's messaging everyone telling them, oh, we'll be home at midday to pop over. (laughs) And it didn't bother me too much, honestly, but it was looking back a little much to have everyone there the first hour that I got home. I remember getting the text and I was like, oh, oh, Timo, they want us to come round. And... Oh, no, Timo said that to me. Yeah. Because Lawson had texted Timo. And I was like, oh, I don't think so. Are you sure? Do you want to text Jade? And Timo was like, no, no, like, it's all sweet. Like, we're going to go around. And then as we walked into your place, I saw mom and dad and Tom. I think Pop Reed was there as well. And your parents. Yeah. Yaz, was she there? Yeah. Like, everybody was there. And I was like... Oh, Jade. <laughs> I know. It what was, have you done? It was too much, to be honest. But the parents, they are desperate to see them, which I get. No, no. What I did is when I got <laughs> back, <laughs> I said, nobody is coming around. That first day, nobody came. That is, I am doing that next time. Even the second day, I was put under pressure for someone to come around. And I said, no, nobody comes around. But then I didn't realize there was the whole car surprise and everything. So... Yeah, everybody came around. I remember crying to Timo before, going, no, I don't want people around. I was like, I look terrible and I just want to relax. He was like, he was like trying to prep me up because he was about to surprise me with the new car and I just wasn't having it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next time I'd give myself at least the first day at home. Definitely. And maybe, oh, I don't know if scattered visits or altogether is better. Because if it's scattered, you have the whole day of visits. Oh, everyone together though is full on. Yeah, but they don't have to stay for long. I'd rather. Yeah, that's our a problem stays. though. <laughs> everyone, how do, you can't kick people out of his own house. I, I had planned to go over to my parents and everyone go there. Yeah, so then I could have that's said, "Snuck off." That's oh, we're idea. gonna head off, but I couldn't be bothered. But then it ended up like you can't kick people out. Yeah, which you can. You just had a baby; you should be able to. Yeah, but it was fine. I'll I remember it. kicking out. I know, I remember telling Lawson when we were at your house, come on, let's go. And he'd be like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And he was thinking I was being rude for <laughs> wanting to leave. And I was like, I can tell they just that they need it. some space. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then probably leading on from that would be blues, baby blues or overwhelmed. Did you have any of that? Definitely overwhelmed. The days I found good. The nights were very hard. Okay. Like I was, I remember sitting in bed probably most nights just crying. Yeah. But I feel like at the time I would say it was because I was so tired. But I don't know, yeah. to be honest. I think it was just from the exhaustion because I still do it sometimes. I'm in bed at night I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, when your body aches from being tired, when yeah. you're at that point, yeah, it's like, nah. But in the day, I was loving it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think the opposite. Yeah. Because I, well, I don't know if I had baby blues, but I definitely was, I think, just exhausted because Queenie had, she wasn't diagnosed as colic or anything like that, but she was up literally all night. Yeah. With sore tummies. The whole night, and it was I. I didn't sleep for the first. What would you say? Two months? Do you think? Probably. I yeah. say the first two to three months. 
I would say she was colic because she was just up all night. I would be up till five o'clock in the morning, like up, not napping in between, up with her, oh, just God. rocking her, walking her around the house, just trying, like she would arch her back and scream. And just, yeah. I, I think it was colic looking back. Mm. And I went to all the doctors and I did all the tests and none of them could put it down to anything. So um, one of the doctors said she might be lactose intolerant. So I cut out all the dairy and soy and that, which made a difference. Um, but yeah, I did not sleep at night. So for some reason I was up all night and I would just shop all night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. Like we put money aside for Queenie and I would just, I would shop all night. We would have like five parcels every day at the front door. I think you deserve it at that point. I was like, oh stuff it like I wanted new clothes to feel nice you need to and I was shopping for things for Queenie and I would just be up on night on my phone because there wasn't much else to do um and I think by the time day came around at five o'clock I'd wake or 4 30 ish that early morning I'd wake Timo up and he'd take over with her yeah so I could get a few hours sleep and then I think by the day I was just exhausted and I would get like this overwhelming sort of just tiredness which I think was baby blues yeah because I would just be so exhausted doing this every single night and it just became like I remember going to mum's house and nobody was there it was just me and mum and I burst into tears (laughs) and I was like I can't do this (laughs) Um, but looking back I think it was obviously hormones yeah and then the lack of sleep oh for sure as well you don't expect that you can't even imagine the feeling of the sleep I expected not to sleep but I didn't expect her to have sore I didn't even know it was a thing yeah I didn't know that it was a thing before having her like that they could get such sore tummies and be up because she had such a stomach even during the day do you remember going out yeah I wouldn't want to feed her because it would be she would arch her back and kick her legs and scream so when I wouldn't go out too much those first few months because if I had to feed her which was all the time Mm. she it would be like such a situation no I remember I would come over to your place and we would sit there with the babies it would take me forever to get her to relax and just yeah yeah so it was quite traumatic um and I saw all different people about it and no one really had a fix. I tried mm. the teas, I tried all the herbal stuff and the natural things as well as the doctors and nothing would work. So I ended up just going with it and she's fine now. So everything seems to sort yeah, out somehow. Just an the the, the tummy. no dairy, I think, was the thing. That I think it, it yeah. definitely had an impact yeah. because this is, as soon as I, a few weeks after I stopped that, I started to see a difference. Mm. So did my parents. But um, I think that contributed a little bit to yeah. being overwhelmed. Well, that's pretty full on. Yeah. For sure. But now Jade and I just look at them and they're little perfect almost one-year-olds. And somehow we want another one. I know. I Believe can't it wait. or not. I can't wait. They're just so gorgeous. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode. Speak to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.